You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing well. A lot to get to like usual. Coming to you a little bit later on on a Thursday, but nonetheless, still a lot of good information that's coming your way. We'll get to some personnel notes ahead of BYU in Houston tomorrow night down there in the great city of Houston. Interesting matchup as well. We'll talk about the importance of this game in my mind for BYU and why a win is critical for the Cougars in my opinion. We'll also recap last night's practice that was streamed live on BYU TV for BYU basketball and a great tidbit about the non-conference slate for BYU at least one in-state foe the arch rival University of Utah expected to be on BYU's basketball schedule whenever that is announced so a lot to get to on a Thursday edition of the show our title sponsor today is our good friends over at Rock Auto amazing selection reliably low pricing all of the parts your car truck or SUV will ever need check them out at rockauto.com also brought to you today and we'll tell you about them a little bit later on by our good friends at Built Bar as well as All Guard Pest Control. All right, with that rundown out of the way, let's get to it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 15th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. If you haven't done so already, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button as we aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about each day, as well as passing along insider tidbits that you will not find anywhere else. So make sure you join us each and every day as we talk Cougar sports. All right, kicking off today's show we'll get to some BYU basketball talk here in a minute but I wanted to talk about an important thing I feel like of this game for BYU in Houston and we're going to kind of do a preview over two days so today's podcast coming to you a little bit later than normal my apologies for that my schedule has been all kinds of jacked up this week normally try to record late in the evenings for the next day but just Suffice it to say, my schedule has been a little screwy this week, so apologies for that. But today and tomorrow's podcast, speaking of Thursday and Friday, are going to be a two-part preview edition of this game against Houston. We did this for the Navy uh, season opener a few weeks back, and I'm doing it again this time because I feel like this game against Houston for BYU is the biggest game to date on BYU's schedule. And if they don't win this game, I think it throws the season's legitimacy down the toilet to a degree. And I, that's probably a very strong strong take there for some of you but I mean that sincerely if BYU doesn't beat Houston you can call all four of their wins previous to this illegitimate and just a byproduct of a weak schedule if BYU goes to Houston and wins this game well guess what it adds some legitimacy to what BYU is claiming to be a top 15 ranked team in the country I'm not saying that Houston is world beaters by any means, but there are three what I call marquee matchups for BYU on their schedule currently. Those would be the game against Houston tomorrow night, the road date in a few weeks at Boise State, and then the what is supposed to be the season finale, the home finale 
on December 12th against San Diego State. Now, could San Diego State and Boise State flop and fall on their face and be a losing team when BYU faces them? Sure. But in terms of the name brand recognition, those are the three opponents on BYU's 2020 schedule that stand out head and shoulders above the rest. And it's no disrespect to the likes of uh, Texas State upcoming, Western Kentucky, Troy, UTSA. Navy's a name brand, but they obviously were not themselves when they faced off against the Cougars. So going into this game tomorrow night against Houston, I think this is a massive, massive game for the Cougars. If they come out with the win, folks, I think the national media is going to set up even a little straighter and say, wow, this BYU team really might run the table here. It's a big litmus test. BYU's going to have to go in there and win this game. Houston, by and large, I think across the board, if you were to compare team speed for each team, Houston's a faster team than BYU. They have athletes from the state of Texas and the surrounding region that are just legitimate track stars, and they're fantastic, and it's something they've built their reputation on over the years. Many of you can think back to the great teams of Houston Yore. Uh, think of the Andre Ware Houston teams, that run-and-shoot offense that led him to win the Heisman Trophy a year after Ty Detmer won it at BYU. Uh, going into this game this year, Dana Holgerson, he brings his own unique brand of the air raid which has many of its origins in the original Lavelle Edwards offenses of the 70s and 80s. Uh, I've been guys like Major Applewhite who have come in there who are offensive innovators. Tom Herman, uh, Art Bryles. There have been some great coaches in Houston history and they know good offense. Speaking of the Cougars, the Red Cougars I guess we'll call them. And I think if BYU were to go into Houston, travel down to TDECU Stadium, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it correctly. Is it TDECU? I know it stands for Texas Dow Employees Credit Union is what the TDECU. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, so I'm going to just call it TDECU Stadium. It's a 40,000 seat on-campus stadium for the University of Houston, and I think this is a massive opportunity for BYU. Additionally, if you want to look at it this way, BYU is going for a three-game win streak all-time over the Houston Cougars. The previous two matchups between these two programs came in 2013 and 2014. Uh, Many of you will probably remember both of these games, in particular the 2013 matchup down there in Houston. It was played at NRG Stadium, which is the home of the Houston Texans. Taysom Hill had one of his finest outings in a BYU uniform, passing for 417 yards while also rushing for 128 more. Totaled four touchdowns, but did have three interceptions in this game. John O'Korn played in this game as the starter for Houston, had 363 yards, ended up in a 47-46 barn burner of a game that BYU narrowly won to improve to 5-2 at the time. I remember that game vividly, and then the following year on September 11th, if you can remember those cool flag helmets that BYU wore with the oval Y with the American flag as the backdrop, uh, BYU won that game 33-25 to in Provo. So the history between these two programs obviously are close games, one-score game in one particular instance, a one-point game. Uh, Taysom in the second game of that series only had 360 total yards and two touchdowns, but regardless... 
I think these are two programs, two proud programs. They share a common mascot, and I think it's going to be an interesting matchup when these two square off. I feel like the offense for Houston is high-powered. We don't know exactly what to expect from Houston overall because we've only seen one game's worth of sample size. They've had three, four, five games postponed before they finally got onto the field against Tulane last week. So just an interesting matchup between these two, but I need to reiterate the point that if BYU wins this game over Houston, it legitimizes them in the eyes of many to a degree. Obviously, Boise State is the crown jewel of BYU's schedule, but if you lose this game to Houston, it takes the luster off the season and going into that game against Houston, excuse me, going into that game against Boise, a lot of that luster is taken off. I know that Boise will have been 3 games into their season at that point, or excuse me, 2, they'll be the third game of the season when they face off against the Cougars, but it would take so much sheen off of what BYU has done so far to lose this game in Houston. So here's hoping that BYU goes and handles their business down there at TDECU Stadium tomorrow night. A 7.30 Mountain Time kickoff. I've talked to a number of you who are traveling to Houston to watch this game. I'm expecting a pretty good-sized contingent of BYU fans to be in attendance. I know they're limiting attendance. I think 10,000 people, uh, 25% of stadium capacity are allowed to be there, but this will be the first game BYU has played all year in front of fans so so many different storylines going into this game that we'll delve into later on on today's podcast and also on tomorrow's we'll get more into the weeds of players to watch for what to expect all that stuff but i think the biggest overall takeaway i have for this is this is the biggest game to date for byu and i mean that this is a game that means more than just one game i know that coaches are going to preach to their players it's just one game guys let's go out there and win it this one has much more weight if you're BYU. All right, coming up here in just a second, we'll talk some BYU hoops. I think it's a pretty cool uh, thing that they did last night, putting their practice online for fans to see. We'll get you some of the comments from Matt Harms, Alex Barcelo, as well as BYU head coach Mark Pope. Uh, and also Pope, as well as Larry Kraskoviak lifting the lid, is saying that BYU and Utah expected to play in the non-conference this year, despite the schedules being altered to a degree. We'll get to all of that here in just a a second. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at rockauto.com. Guys, I've told you a lot about this company, but I mean it when I say this is the best place to get all the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Some of you guys are car guys. I am not. I'll fr- freely admit that. I, I struggle to do, I guess, what you'd call the more advanced techniques with a car. I can change a tire. I can change my oil. But if you were like, say, Jake, we need you to replace your radiator, I'd be like, who? Yeah, I'm out of my element in that regard. But regardless, rockauto.com is here to help you guys make being a car guy, if you want to term it that, as easy as they possibly can make it. You can go online, you can search out your vehicle, the model year, the type, etc., and whatever part you need. You need new carpeting, you need a new windshield, you need a new tail light, motor oil, no matter what it is, they'll give you all of the options that are available for your individual vehicle. And the best part is reliably low pricing. You don't have to join a club or a sign up for a membership to get that pricing. It's right there for 
for you guys each and every day. This is a 20-year-old online company, family-owned. They believe in making auto parts and auto care as simple as possible. And one thing that I love, all the parts you order from rockauto.com ship directly to your door, guys. So don't hesitate. Check them out. When you stop by, make sure to mention Locked On and How Did You Hear About Us box so that way they, they know that we sent you to check them out. Once again, that's rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low pricing, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. It's all available at rockauto.com. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at All Guard Pest Control. Guys, I've told you a lot, a lot about this company over the past year plus when they've been with us sponsoring. Seth and his team are the best of the best when it comes to pest control needs. They're a local pest control company here in the state of Utah, capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front. Even the Tooele and Wasatch County areas are not out of the way for Seth and his team. If you have pest control needs, no matter what it is, All Guard Pest Control has the expertise and the ability to get you guys taken care of. Additionally, right now, we are looking for questions. If you have questions about a pest control issue that you might need to have answered, well, guess what? Seth is going to start joining us on the podcast each week to talk about that. He's going to field a couple of questions for you guys, and all of you who submit a question will be entered to win a free service from All Guard Pest Control. Free. You heard me. Free. F-R-E-E. Check it out, guys. That's All Guard Pest Control. You can go online to learn more about that company. All Guard Pest Controls with an S dot You also can call them anytime you need, 801-851-1812. Go with the best. Pick our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. They take care of my home. They have been the best of the best. My wife has no complaints when it comes to pest control issues that she used to have before we went with All Guard Pest Control. So check it out, guys. 801-851-1812 is the phone number. Also online, allguardpestcontrols.com. They use the safest products in the industry. They're safe around your family, your pets. You don't have to have any concerns and additionally with COVID-19 they're taking the utmost precautions our Seth and his team to make sure you guys feel comfortable wearing masks wearing gloves all of that good stuff it's all available from our good friends at All Guard Pest Control tell them the Locked On Cougar sent you when you give them that call once again send in your questions now you'll be entered to win a free service from All Guard Pest Control check them out once again allguardpestcontrols.com or call them now 801-851-1812 that's our good friends at All Guard Pest Control Let's talk some BYU hoops for a minute here, guys. BYU, as many of you might have seen last night, held a live stream of their evening practice. They went with a two-a-day practice yesterday. They will do this for the next little bit as they get into the swing of things, getting ready for the upcoming season. They practiced at 6 a.m. They also had the evening practice at 6 p.m., which was streamed live on the BYU TV app. Uh, it should be on demand still. I watched it last night after I got done calling some high school football action out at Lone Peak High School. And I have to say... I was actually quite impressed with how everything went, all things considered. I wondered how it would be received, speaking of BYU fans, watching this live stream of practice. Obviously, practices are so much different than games. There's a lot of the mundane things going on, running drills and the like, and I will admit, watching this, uh, there were some very unique elements to it from Mark Pope and his staff in terms of teaching their players, but I thought it was still very well done. Jerem Jordan and Anson Winder had the call 
call of the practice. I know it's a really weird term to say. They they called practice for BYU TV. But you know what? In COVID-19, with everything going on in 2020, my head goes off to BYU TV sports and the idea for this. I, it's pretty marvelous uh, reading up on this. I think there's only one other program out there who has done something similar, and that's Oklahoma State. I would expect some other programs probably will follow suit, but credit to Mark Pope for embracing this. Uh, guys like Matt Harms and Alex Barcelo, who spoke to the media last night after practice, said it was fantastic. They enjoyed being able to, uh, I guess, show fans what's going on. Harms, more in particular, considering he's a newcomer to this program, obviously wants to make a good impression. And I thought it was a cool, cool format for BYU, despite my misgivings, I think, early on of, okay, what is this ultimately going to look like? So I felt like it was a cool thing for BYU to do. I tip my cap to Mark Pope. I actually would if I were him, I'd keep doing it because I think it keeps the fans engaged. I don't necessarily think you can show the same practice over and over again, uh, or else fans are probably going to tune out, but I would keep this as a regular thing. So long as COVID-19 are going to keep people away from the program and potentially not allow fans to attend games and the like, I think it'd be a great way to keep fan engagement alive with the Cougars, but tip my cap to everything they did there. An interesting tidbit last night though, I just came out yesterday afternoon is university of Utah head coach, Larry Kriskoviak. Some of you may call him coach 80 K actually announced uh, during media availability media availability yesterday up on the hill that the game between BYU and Utah, which was originally slated for December 12th before conference schedules and everything were all blown up due to COVID is going to be played. So BYU and Utah will play their annual rivalry game. Uh, no set date on that. And well, well, okay, before we get to all of this, well, let's let you hear, of course, Mark Pope, after that news came out from Utah, he was asked about it last night and here was his response about the new series. Utah has been awesome. So as soon as the Pac-12 originally talked about canceling um, all the games until January 1st, uh, um, Larry and Utah called us. We're like, hey, we still want to find a way to work in this game. And so that's probably because uh, he beat me last year and he beat me when I was a Utah back. He was like, I'm going to beat this dude forever. So, but it, it's really great because this game is super important. And they, and so they immediately jumped on and said, Hey, let's find a way to salvage the game. So we're super grateful for that and super excited about it. And I think it's good for the basketball in the state of Utah in terms of the rest of our uh, non-conference schedule. Um, it's so amazing that everything's still in flux. Uh, even, like you're seeing MTEs actually come into fruition and then go away just in a matter of days. Right. So um, there's so many moving pieces. We feel like we're one break, like one sign, you know, we're waiting on a bunch of contracts actually to get signed. And as soon as they do, it kind of starts a domino effect of all the other games we have waiting to kind of sign. So um, it's something that could be done in a matter of days or, you know, if, if it goes wrong, it could take us uh, several more weeks. So everyone is, you know, this is kind of a, you know, this is a, a brand new experience scheduling that none of us have ever had. So we're just trying to make it up as we go and figure it out. You did, still didn't answer one of those questions. Is it, Which one? I'm sorry. Is the Utah game still going to be on December 12th or will that oh, be? Uh, the expectation is yes. Um, but again, like nothing is set in stone right now in terms of final dates. And that's not because either Utah or us uh, have any desire to change the game, remove it or anything like that. It's just because everything's in flux. Like I, I couldn't tell you anything is guaranteed 
right now, except that I know these guys are going to be dying to get back into the gym and get back to work tomorrow. So. So there you go. Mark Pope saying that the University of Utah and BYU have been working closely, even with the announcement that Pac-12 basketball originally wasn't going to pick up before December 1st. I think that's a marvelous thing that these two universities are getting along and are on better terms than they have been in the past. Uh, So cool to hear that. It'd be cool to see that game still played on December 12th if they can lock it in. But as you heard Coach Pope say, there's so many things moving around with this non-conference schedule that it's just impossible to nail down a date right now and credit to Norma Gonzalez from the Salt Lake Tribune for asking the question and I think it's fantastic to hear at least one of the rivalries in state will be on the non-conference slate for BYU it wouldn't surprise me to see Utah State and Weber State in particular stay on the schedule for the Cougars in some form or fashion this winter I I think those would be great games to have in-state games if essentially if it comes down to you have a out-of-state opponent who maybe is a 200 level RPI or net rating team versus playing an in-state team play the in-state team there is obviously the in-state rivalries that exist none more so than BYU and Utah but there are great rivalries with BYU Weber State BYU Utah State to a lesser degree I think BYU would garner interest from other teams like Utah Valley as well as Southern Utah even Dixie State I think in a way would garner some interest so I I think it's smart to schedule in-state games, and it's great to hear that BYU and Utah are on the same page here, it appears, about playing the rivalry game. And exciting to, I'm excited to hear the non-conference slate when it's finally announced. They'll be playing in that Champions uh, Challenge, is that what it's called, out there at the Mohegan Sun for BYU. So we know at least three games so far on the non-conference slate for BYU in addition to their conference schedule, which begins on December 31st. So, Basketball is coming quick, folks, and just over a month from now, we'll have college hoops hot and heavy with college football still ongoing deeper into the college hoops season. But you know what? There's been no such thing as too many BYU sports. I think many of you would concur with my assessment there. One other note for you guys is that the NCAA has formally resolved that they will allow one-time transfers in all sports. That includes basketball and football. The measure will be formally, I guess what you call ratified by the NCAA Board of Governors in January and will go into effect next August. I'll tell you what, we need to do a deeper dive on this at some point, but I think this could be a big time boon to BYU. It's actually going to be a blessing and curse for all football and basketball programs, but I think the Cougars in particular, speaking of BYU, especially on the basketball front with Mark Pope leading the way, could really benefit from that change. We'll do a deeper dive on that at some point. I have some friends I need to reach out to to talk to more about the details and particulars of this, but I think it's a great idea, honestly. You're having a lot of guys transfer as it is. Why penalize them if they're not happy in the situation they're in? Give them a one-time pass. If you transfer beyond that, you know what? At that point, it's more of a you problem, I feel like, for that student athlete. And at that point, I think having some punitive damages in terms of sitting out for a year, that seems more justifiable to me. So I applaud the NCAA having the foresight to go forward with this and hopefully name image and likeness is not too far behind, but I'm liking how the NCAA is being a little more proactive these days rather than sitting on their butts and doing nothing in essence. All right. So there you go. Some BYU basketball talk here on a Thursday and then coming up here in just a second, we need to say happy birthday to one of the more famous um, icons of BYU sports. 
You may know what I'm talking about. Those of you who don't know, we'll get to it here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at Built Bar, guys. Built Bar have revolutionized the protein bar game, and I mean that sincerely. What I love about Built Bar is they are all delicious. They have 18 unique flavors at Built Bar. I have enjoyed every single one of them that I've tried, and I believe I have tried all 18. If not, I maybe have missed one or two in the entire run. I'll tell you what. I'm a big fan of the orange chocolate. It's one of my favorite flavors. Combining orange and chocolate for me is like catnip. I absolutely love it. But there are so many different flavors with Built Bar. I would encourage you guys to check them out. The best part about Built Bar is they are perfect for the health conscious guy or gal, regardless of wherever you're at in your weight loss or weight gain journey. They're also perfect for the keto diet, guys. They're high protein, high fiber, but low sugar, low calorie. They're the best. Simply put, they are the best protein bar out there. They taste legitimately like a candy bar. I have never craved a protein bar until I had a Built Bar, guys. You can go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get 20% off your next order. Regardless if this is your first time ordering or your longtime customer like myself, 20% off your next order by using the promo code LOCKEDON when you go to BuiltBar.com, guys. It's a fantastic way to get the best protein bars as part of your diet. Once again, go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code LOCKEDON, get 20% off that order, and thank us later. As we wrap up a Thursday edition of the show, let's say happy birthday to Cosmo, the mascot for the BYU sports programs, the athletic department across and the entire university. Cosmo is about as beloved a figure as I'm pretty sure anybody is in the BYU family. He's become internationally famous with his dance routines of recent years, but a fantastic and a happy birthday to him. He debuted on October 15th, 1953, folks. So as that, 67 years ago, Cosmo made his first appearance in front of BYU fans, flying into Lavelle Edwards Stadium on a parachute. Talk about a way to launch it. Dwayne Stevenson, who was the pep chairman of BYU, had bought the costume for $73 and persuaded his roommate, Daniel T. Gallego, to wear it and become the first Cosmo. The name Cosmo derives from the word cosmopolitan, and was chosen because BYU had recently been selected as a cosmopolitan school in 1953. Cosmo became immediately popular, and since Gallego, many people have worn the suit to become Cosmo. Uh, This time of year, there seems to be, I think, six, seven, eight, nine different people who don the Cosmo outfit for a myriad of different athletic events, etc. This year, probably reduced to a degree due to COVID-19. But did you guys know originally there were two live Cougar Cubs that were BYU's official mascots? Yes, it's true if you didn't know that. Cleo and Tarbo in 1925 were brought to campus to serve as mascots. They were kept on the south side of Temple Hill until 1929 when they managed to break out from their cage uh, sending out a cry from the faculty that the Cougars are out. And that comes from BYU's own website CosmoCougar.com So BYU has had live Cougar mascots in the past I wouldn't be opposed as like LSU does having Mike the Tiger there why not have a Cougar Uh, you can call him Cosmo and have the real life Cougar there on the sideline as well that won't happen, but it'd still be kind of cool. But regardless, a very happy birthday to the world famous Cosmo the Cougar. It's cool to see how his profile has risen over the years. You can go back and look at some of the great different iterations of Cosmo Cougar with the different Cougar heads and the outfits. But I think they do a great job. Uh, speaking of the stunt team who works with Cosmo, the Cougarettes who work with him, I think it's a really cool thing that they have built with his branding and everything else going on. And 
The dance routines, by the way, I'm not a dancer myself. I frankly suck at dancing. You can ask my wife if you want to confirm that fact. And I'm, it shouldn't be all that hard to realize I'm white. But, you know, Cosmo, you got some moves, dude. And a big happy birthday to you from all of us here at the Locked On Cougars podcast. All right. That'll do it for this Thursday edition of the show. Part two, I guess, of our preview of the Houston game where we dig deeper into what to expect from BYU and Houston comes your way tomorrow morning. Stay tuned for that. A big thank you, as always, for your continued support of the show. It's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. Make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. Love to hear from you guys on social media. My personal Twitter feed, if you want to reach out to me, there is Jacob C. Hatch is the handle. And always feel free to email us as well. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Like to advertise with us. You got a question, a complaint, whatever you got, feel free to email us anytime. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 15th, 2020. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.